hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Philip Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team, and welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin. Yes, songs. Rob Golfie today. Where is Robert? <laughs> he took off. Can we, can we he, say uh, where he is? He, he went to find some better better weather. <laughs> he's uh, he's flying down south yeah. for a little bit of a, a, a small vacation and uh, kind of recharge and, and and get back into it just for a couple of days. So he's he headed over to Paradise Island in the Bahamas. Nice. So, While well, we're sitting here in, in uh. this cold studio this studio is freezing great time jerry put a log so. on the fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Start but that uh way. but yeah so so he's he's gone and just you and i today nice uh, i i can deal with that i'm a big fan of robert but a big fan of yours uh, <laughs> as well and a huge fan of the golfy team and you can find a, a lot of great information on their website if you're buying or selling a home just want to uh you know uh, tour the website it is a great uh website as mentioned with videos uh, great information robgolfie.com that's rob g-o-l-f-i.com you can call the golfy team anytime at 905-575-7700 905-575-7700 like them on facebook at rob golfie on twitter and instagram and if you have a question for the golfy team or if you have a topic idea you would like us to pounce upon on a future episode you can email questions at robgolfie.com that email address again is questions at robgolfie.com and if you haven't already subscribe to the hamilton real estate show podcast on apple podcast google podcast or wherever you get your favorite podcasts our topics today we have a whole host of them including uh, some home selling myths that we'll get into we'll also talk about uh renovating your home it's 2019 maybe this is the year that you plan to renovate your home before you sell well which area or which room of the home should you target and which ones should you avoid and we'll also talk about curb appeal especially in the winter months when it's kind of drab and gray and dreary does it really matter but we'll begin the day actually you wanted to talk about the cold and how yeah. <laughs> how you hate the cold and i think so, most people do <laughs> so i would say like like i'm i'm a pretty easygoing guy like you know i don't get bothered by much it's, right. you know day to day it's kind of you know, things. You know, somebody will do something. Somebody will say something. Kind of just bounce on it and, and move on. But I, I would say the cold weather. It that's your it, kryptonite. It, it, yeah, it, <laughs> it's 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 brutal. But I, what I was saying off air is that I live in a condo now, so I got the underground parking, and and it's a little bit. I'm a little bit pampered when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to having a warm car. When right. you, you know, not having to shovel the snow or, or 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 get the snow off my off my windshield, but. Even when you get out out there, it's 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 still it's like oh man, like it's it's just it's just too cold. Right. So when do you realize? So I mean, you get up in the morning, you're showering, having breakfast, you're in the car, which is underground. Uh, you you leave the condo area. When do you realize that okay, it is really crazy cold out? Yeah. So so I always I I'm I use I have a Google Home, right? And that's what I use. So it's it's hey Google, <laughs> what's the temperature? It's, hey Google, what's the temperature today? And that's that, that's like one of the first things I do right. when I wake up. And, right. And uh, so, so that's when you you have a good idea. But when you get in your car and you look at the at the uh, thermometer, it's usually around ten degrees mm. underground parking, ten to twelve degrees. Right. Then as you come up and you you, you just start to pull, it's pull away, it, it comes down, <laughs> and you just like, where's it going to stop? Wow. And, and uh, so right now it's 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 one of those times. But 
living in a condo underground parking it it's amazing like mm. you, you just hop in your car and, and, and you're gone right it's, it's so at this time of the year is that a selling feature that you would uh, offer a client to say hey you know and, and when it's minus nine thousand yeah you're gonna be comfortable in for sure parking. for sure i mean there's some condos out there that don't offer underground parking mm. right it's it's um more it's of a parking, parking lot yeah. yeah so so you know people that that do live in a condo that that have the privilege and and you know accessibility of underground parking it's, it's a huge plus it's something that people would look for um and and i think it's it, it works out well it's it's my first time kind of living in this kind of situation mm-hmm. and and for me it's it's amazing right it's you don't have to kind of plan that wake up early oh it's going to snow right. tomorrow you don't have to plan you know to to, to get out of your driveway or, or be worried about snow being snowed in. and yeah. i know those are deosing the vehicle yeah there's only those are minor problems that only might happen you know maybe 10 days of the year but but you know it's not not something that you worry about yeah. and and you kind of just pull out of your parking garage and, and and away you go so so when you're at work if you're at the office and it's time to you know the day is done it's time to go home it has snowed throughout the afternoon you're thinking What's i still this? have the brush but I, yeah i, I still i still have the brush but yeah it's 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 a uh it's an inconvenience i'm i i like to think of my guys i i'm i'm a convenient guy right if you if you could give me something or or i can do something that makes my life more convenient or or something to do with what i'm doing makes it more convenient mm-hmm. I'm a huge, huge guy for that. I mean, people have made millions off convenience, oh, right? Yeah. If you if you can find out something that can make anybody's life more convenient, you will become a millionaire. And mm-hmm. it's it's something that we've seen with apps, right? App, apps were the kind of the first yep. thing that that started to make things more convenient. Whether it was you know your fitness pal or yeah. or Uber or or whatever, right? It's just you know now we have now we we've seen it, you know kind of revolutionize the food industry with skip the dishes sure. and, and uber eats and and that sort of thing so yeah. that's where this what this world's becoming to and, and that's what i've kind of adapted to is is i enjoy convenience just like everybody else and mm-hmm. i think that not having to brush off your car not having to shovel out of your driveway it's huge is very convenient <laughs> <laughs> but right now right now there's one more thing one more thing yeah. right now <clears throat> I still have my my summer tires on my all seasons. My oh my gosh! Summer, so, so I've chanced it a little bit. <laughs> You've I been lucky so I, far. Yeah, very lucky. Yeah. But I, I is it something that we're going to get away with this winter, or is it something that we got to start looking towards? You know, know the optimist mean? in me would say, "Don't bother," but <laughs> you know, we do live in Canada, so yeah. it, it's coming. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's other people out there that that's kind of like, "Hey, do I bite the bullet and go spend you know you know winter right. tires this are, late in the season, five hundred, right? six hundred dollars, right?" Yeah. Um, this late in the season, do we, you know, it, it's, I'm kind of, kind of in that conundrum where, where I don't know <laughs> yeah. what to do. So, yeah. I mean, I think I might have to go get them. <sighs> February's still on the way <laughs> uh, and, and January's not yet over. So yeah. yeah, I, my recommendation would be to go get them. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there though. That are sitting on the fence. That are, that are, oh yeah, that are, you know, chancing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones that are usually in the ditch on the highway, mm-hmm. but you know, what are we going to do? Yeah. Uh, still to come, some uh, common home selling myths. We'll talk about uh, which room in your home should you renovate if you are planning to sell and want a higher sell, a sale price, and are there rooms or areas in your home that uh, you really shouldn't bother touching? Uh, we'll also talk about curb appeal uh, during the winter months, especially. Does it really matter because everything is kind of dra- uh, gray and drab at the same time? But we'll We'll start with some real estate deal breakers. There are some bona fide uh, issues or items that would stop any deal in its tracks, and these are some serious things. Yeah, like 
you know, in real estate, you see a lot of unique properties. You see a lot of different style properties, everything from your, your mansions to your luxury to your, to your, you know, your small little, little, uh, living spaces that, that kind of make it work and that you kind of make shift and you see little, you know, little interesting things and Mm -hmm. you see, you know, little things that people do to, to kind of fix their property or upkeep their property. They're not necessarily the most professional ways to upkeep it, but you see little things that people do. So in terms of, in terms of deal breakers, we, we've, we've seen from the smallest thing that, that kills a real estate deal to the, to the, some of the larger things that, you know, people kind of stay away from when they're, when they're investigating or looking at a property to buy. Um, you know, the first one is, is the structural issue. So, so a lot of, you know, the key terms that a, that a real estate agent will use is it has good bones, basically meaning, Hey, listen, if you tear down the house and just look at the foundation and the structure of it, yeah, it's, it's probably a decent house, hmm. but but how do we see that, right? You want to look past the 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 cosmetics and look past the drywall, and you, you want to look at the 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 structure of the of the of the building, right? right? And this goes from you know the foundation to the support beams to going up in the attic and looking at the truss, mm-hmm. um, and and you know sometimes people overreact and sometimes people underreact, right? right. And, and and an overreaction would be like a small hairline crack on the basement floor, right? Mm. Every, every we've talked about it on the show, every yeah. basement floor has small hairline cracks. You know, that's not necessarily a foundation issue. That's more of a settling issue where where it's going to shift. And, and um, even mm. just with the climate alone, it's going to shift and, and, and that sort of yeah. thing. The basement's not going to cave in. Yeah, but it's, not a, but, but it's not a foundation crack. But when you look at the foundation and you see those 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 cracks... That's something that you have to react to, and that's something that's an area of concern, mm. um, and a big time area of concern. It can result in in thousands of dollars to to repair and and, and rectify. With the uh, renovation boom, you know the the popularity of HDTV, home reno shows, and the like. Um, more and more people are finishing their basements, finishing their homes from top to bottom. So how how much more difficult is it to see those good bones? Yeah, it's really hard, and 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 this is something that that. Is a, is a problem every single day. So, so what you what you want to hope for is that this home seller is honest, right? Yeah. And and your first question would be to the home seller and say, hey, listen, is there any foundation issues, any foundation cracks that you know of? Hopefully, they're honest. Secondly, um, usually with foundation cracks, they'll come with moisture mm. that will cause mold. Um, you can kind of see. You know, if your home inspector has, there's a tool that you can you can see if there's moisture behind the wall. Um, you can kind of it's like an X-ray kind of tool, yeah. so you can see if there's moisture behind the wall. That's that's some way to tell. Um, and then just just simply, you know, it, it, it's difficult, but you can go along the exterior and see where where the shifts are. Hmm. Uh, a good way to tell is is in the door frames at the top in the in the top each corner of the door frame. If there's cracks there um, that kind of go up to the ceiling. Um, and this is on any level that will show you that there's there's either a foundation or a structure shift or problem, uh-huh. right? Um, and, and it's not necessarily that if you have a crack above your doorframe that your 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 house is caving. <laughs> this is gonna fall yeah. On. yeah, but it's just to show you that that maybe the foundation has shifted. There might be a crack or there might be something shifting in the foundation. So would that be any door in the house, or is that like the, the front door? Yeah, no, no. This is um, this is yeah. It could be any door. Could be like a bedroom. Yeah, door. yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Exactly. But but the um. The, the exterior doors that are that are sitting on the exterior walls are, are a good way to tell, especially yeah. the exterior windows too. You can look above the windows and, and see if there's cracks, and, and usually that might be something. Uh, just a, just a little a little hint or a little trick that you can mm-hmm. you can use. So, uh, real estate deal breakers is our top topic. We've got a couple minutes in this segment. Let's get to number two of the deal breaking uh, scenario: major plumbing septic issues. This yeah, is so this is another big ticket one. Yeah. A huge huge ticket item is something that's going wrong with with 
the plumbing. And, and this is a, a, another one that, you know, could be hard to tell, right? Um, in terms of the septic system, you want to know what the age is on it. Hmm. Um, and you want to know, you know, that's because a, a, a septic a septic system does have a lifetime um, in terms of, in terms of longevity, you, right. you, it's a, it's like a roof, right? It's you know every roof you hope to get twenty yeah, twenty. It's got an years. expiry date, exactly. Um, and then and then the other thing is is um, the the plumbing, right? You want to make sure that there's the water pressure and drainage drainage issues. Mm-hmm. These are things that you can kind of tell from a home inspection. But we've seen people you know not do home inspections and kind of get caught with these ones on the back end and yeah. and have to you know have to repair one of the big ticket items. So definitely we do see a lot of lot of plumbing issues breaking real estate deals. Well, we'll get to uh, some more real estate deal breakers. We'll also get to some common home selling myths and we'll talk about curb appeal as well. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Zamprin in studio today with Philip Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Online at robgolfie.com. Check out the website. It's robgolfie.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. They're all over social media like the Rob Golfie Facebook page, at Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter, and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you download your favorite podcast. You can also find past episodes at robgolfie.com as well as 900chml.com. Still to come, some common home selling myths. We'll talk about renovating your home uh, if you want a higher sell pr- or sale price, which rooms or areas should you target and which rooms and areas should you avoid. We'll also get into curb appeal, especially during the winter months. Does it really matter? Our first topic, though, real estate deal breakers uh, we've gone through some structural issues and major plumbing slash septic issues number three on the list signs of past damage yeah so definitely a huge deal breaker right something that something that if if you walk in the basement and has that moist smell that that misty smell maybe perhaps dungy kind of feeling um something one one of the things i do is is you look at the bottom of the baseboards in the basement if you you can tell that there's been moisture on them or Mm. or or sometimes people will cut you know maybe two inches you know you want to know if there's been a been a flood or been a leak or or um that's that's one of the biggest things when it comes to signs of 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 uh past damage now there's there's other things in terms of signs of past damage is is you know bad renovations right um you know something like where we, you know you, you kind of question well you know the basement was re finished then redone and or or, or you want to find out why you know why there's a, a hole in the roof or mm. you know there's little little signs that you can pick up in terms of people trying to repair old old maybe old problems that there was before right and it's making sure that you kind of reckon you, you you can recognize what those problems have been and now i'm not saying that it's necessarily a deal breaker in terms of it kills a deal. Sometimes it's a good sign to know that there's been a problem and it's been fixed, mm, right? True, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, you know, maybe the, the, the upstairs bathroom was leaking and, and they had to cut out the roof and fix all the drywall and, and you can kind of see a little bit of sign of that, but it's been fixed, which right. is which is Which, is which good. gives the, the buyer some peace of mind. Yeah, so you just want to, you want to, but you want to make sure that they're not trying to cover it up, right? Um, 
and and sometimes you see that where you know it could be a big ticket item or a big ticket problem and the seller's trying to cover it up and 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 not disclosing it and and maybe nobody really knows and they're trying to kind of kind of hide it mm. to get away from that problem by selling their property so um it, it, it is some, some of those some of those signs of past damage are, are huge deal breakers. Uh, another uh, sign of past damage could, uh, whether there's a sign there or not, could be fire. I mean, there might have been a, a minor fire in the yeah. house or a major fire like in the house. Like a kitchen fire. Yeah. It, it, was, it was just, you know, maybe the kitchen was renovated, but there's there's signs that, that you know, it had damage on the rest of the property. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. For sure. That's a huge one. Termites. This, this to me, would be, yeah, a huge Number one. Yeah. Yeah. One of the biggest problems is... Uh, is uh is termites and and having pests in in the property Mm. we um we're we're going to be listing one um coming up and and he 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 disclosed it he he said phil you know the problem has you know not my particular property but the neighborhood had a rat problem oh wow and i said no problem he goes we've done everything that we can we have no signs of rats in here but it was but it was uh it was it was within the neighborhood and in that in that situation i said well you know your house doesn't have the problem if if Mm. people ask we'll tell them but it's uh, it's it's one of those things where where you know pests and termites can right. eat away at your property and have a significant amount of damage. Is that something that you have to disclose that there's I mean, there's rats in the area? I mean, there's been there's been warnings from the city in this particular area. It's something that we we make the the buyers mindful of and just say, hey, listen, you know, there's been rats in the area. Uh, nothing that that has been in the in the property. There's been none in the property. Mm-hmm. No no sign, but. If you know, we would disclose that for sure because there is there is a citywide warning in this particular neighborhood. Right. So it's it's something that that they would be, you know, they would know about if they just did a quick Google search yeah. of, or, or went to the city. W- would that go the same with uh, you know fleas, ticks? Uh, I don't know, past lice in the household. Does that count as well? Yeah, I mean, I think if 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 there's no signs of it, if if you you would hope that the homeowner is taking yeah, steps you would to hope, right? In, in my opinion, in that. It doesn't hurt to, to share that information, and, right. and I think that's something that a, a buyer would want to know about. Um, and, and the fact that if you fix the problem, um, they would feel a lot more comfortable in, mm. in, in buying it. Because you, you know, the last thing you want is is you know a buyer to come back to you and say, "Hey, listen, we know you you knew you had this problem, yeah, um, and and we understand that you did get it fixed, but you know, at least tell us, right?" Mm. And, and and that's making sure that you ask all the right questions. Um, in terms of purchasing the property. Right. Uh, more on our list of uh, real estate deal breakers here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Location in a flood zone. Yeah. So this is something that's big in the States, right? It's not It's not necessarily here. There's there's a huge, there's there's a lot of controversy around this topic because Canada hasn't come out and, and highlighted all the flood zones in Canada. Now, you know, they're here. We, we, we kind of have a, an idea as to where they are. Um, it hasn't been updated in, in, in 50 years or, or 60 years. Um, it's going to cost a lot of money to, to, to put in that research and, and to highlight the flood zone. So it's it's not one of those things where you can where you can just, you know, say, oh, yeah, I'm living in a flood zone or, or, or not. Right. Um, but, you know, because there's a huge ripple effect on this. If if you highlight all the flood zones, what's going to happen to the insurance? Yeah. Um, you know, property values, property, bit, right? And, 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 you know, exactly. You're going to, you know, your property value is going to go way down if, 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 a, if an organization comes on and says, yeah, you're living in a flood zone hmm. that you didn't know before. So there's a lot of controversy around this. Um, Obviously, it's even with the naked eye, it's easy to, to identify lows and highs in, in, in terms of, you know, where your property situation in comparison to neighboring bodies of water or mm. neighboring um, streams and rivers. I would say just just make sure that that if you're buying a property, everything is graded away. 
right? You don't want anything sloping into your property. Right. Um, you want your property to be sit up, sitting up higher. And, and I think the builders have done a really good job in the last 10 to 15 years in, in ensuring this. And, and the way they've designed their subdivisions and the way they've built is, is, is to prevent this because, you know, a lot of the old homes have, have you know, with the stone foundations or, you know, we, we live along the escarpment brow, right? Mm-hmm. We, we got the escarpment no matter where you are. It's, it kind of goes through, you know, Hamilton, Niagara. So there's a lot of a lot of properties that are located at the bottom of the escarpment that has a lot of runoff. Yeah. And, um, and, and it's just making sure that you have the right, you know, things in, in within your property, such as a sump pump or such as a, you know, things of, things of those to, to protect your basement from flooding. But... It's nothing that you can get away from. Yeah. Interesting that none of those homes, especially right at the base, are, are none of them are on stilts. None. And I guess the flooding wasn't that There's concerning. A part, there, yeah. Yeah. I know. It is it is interesting to, to, to yeah. see that. But I think they, they make it work, right? They have um they have backup they have sump pumps with backup sump right. pumps with yeah. backup generators and generators and and it's 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 you know what you have to do to kind of keep your basement mm-hmm. dry and it works for a lot of people. Interesting. Uh, our last uh, on the list of real estate deal breakers who've gone through structural issues, uh, major plumbing or septic issues, signs of past damage, termites, uh, location in a flood zone, and finally financial concerns. And obviously, this is a big deal breaker. Yeah, this is this you know highlights what you know in terms of the purchasing. Right? Don't get caught up in and the emotional buying decision. Right? Make an informed decision. Right. Um, and, and make sure that it, it, it's financially sustainable for you and your family. Um, and if it's not, it's it's definitely a deal breaker. Um, real estate, you know, especially in, in, in the bidding war, right? You know, people kind of want to you you want to win. Hmm. Sometimes winning is you, you become the biggest. <laughs> Sometimes loser. you lose. Yeah, when you, win. You, you, you know, the <laughs> biggest. You know, the winner's the biggest loser. Yeah, so yeah. Um, so so just be careful in terms of in terms of when it comes to being emotionally invested into a a real estate property or a real estate transaction, and hmm. and just and just don't. You know, have a plan in place and, and, and don't forget about that plan and, and understand what the goal is. Um, and whether it's, you know, whether it's for your matrimonial home, for your family, or whether it's, you know, you're buying to invest, um, buying right. to flip or, or buying to hold um, as an investment. So, you know, financially, it, 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 that's what it comes down to is, is do the dollars work? Do the dollars make sense um, based on your current situation or what you're looking to do? And if it doesn't, then it's a deal breaker. Yeah, walk away. Yeah, uh, you mentioned off the top there have been some very minor things that are broken deals. Can you think of some of the? Uh... Yeah, I mean we <laughs> we've gotten into into this before, and I always say, uh, you know, when it comes down to negotiating, people always want to throw in, you know, maybe the the, the TV or. Um, you know, maybe the bed set or or, or something. You know, the something patio unique. furniture. We often <laughs> see the bar stools and uh, and, bar and stools. yeah, wow. and we've seen. Uh, I remember it was a million dollar deal, and the uh, the purchasers wanted. I think it was like a fifty five or sixty inch TV in the living room, and uh, the sellers didn't want to give it up. Wow! Right. So so you know we're negotiating on a on a million dollar <laughs> deal, and and we're and, and we're going back and forth over maybe a thousand dollar thousand dollar TV. Yeah. You know, one of those, right? So um, I think in in you know a good real estate agent will not let the deal die because of that mm-hmm. they'll find a way to, to make sure that everybody's accommodated and, and, and everybody's happy um, but we've seen everything from as little as to a TV um, being being not being included or being included to to the larger ones like some of the stuff we we highlighted uh, right. today so I mean it's 
And 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 some of the the minor deal breakers are, are people's moods. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I how mean. How they're feeling that yeah, day. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, one night you know they go to bed and you know the property is great for them. Everything's you know you plan on on you know the next day that you know you plan on buying it and and go through it. You know the next day they wake up and you know they just get it. You know they're just in a different mood. So <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's just as big as a deal breaker as some of the, yeah. some of the big ones, yeah. right? So. Um, it's uh it, it's it's interesting in terms of in terms of you know working on the deal or working within the transaction and mm-hmm. you know what makes a deal and what 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 breaks it um so in in your experience is it easier to convince the seller to let go of those items or the buyer to say no forget about that i or is it 50/50 it's it, it every situation is different yeah. M- my dad always says the the buyer always wants to buy more than the seller wants to sell right because you know the seller. The seller. You know the buyers out there. There's a lot more effort that goes into buying a house than selling, oh, sure. right? Yeah. Um, and 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 when you when you you know when you keep that mindset, you always want to negotiate on behalf of your seller in terms of, you know, the buyer's still going to take the deal regardless. But sometimes that doesn't work out, right? And then you're put in a situation where you know the seller wants to get the deal done because he you know he's selling, but you want to make sure that 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 they get a good deal in terms of the price, in mm-hmm. terms of the, you know, the closing date and, and making sure that you're accommodating to what fits their lifestyle through the, the sale. But every situation is different. Um, and and it, it, it all depends. Like, it, it all depends. Interesting. Another but, interesting but, dynamic. But I always say <laughs> it's not worth it, right? It's not worth to lose the deal over... Over something as small as that. Exactly. Yeah. Barstools. Yeah, <laughs> is the biggest one. but And the seller, and, and usually this... And it, it's in both situations, right? Yeah. And, and I think it's just... Um, it's just educating your seller or your buyer on, on the particulars of it and, and just say, you know, you know, let's kind of work around this. Let's not make this a huge flaw. Let's, yeah. you know... Let's let's focus on the property at hand, and and, and let's focus on on the bigger structural items, um, and, and the other items that we highlighted, mm-hmm. and and then if those all those items kind of click off, then then we'll we'll go through the negotiation, and if we're different on price, let's ask for a couple items to throw in, and and and, and make sure that we can we right. can go from there. But, but some it, 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 sometimes it's hard, right? Because because um, you know we list a lot of properties, we hit, we we and we see a lot of agents, and they'll they'll come in and and they'll ask for the house and everything within it right and it's it's like hey listen we want to make this deal happen but you know you want all our furniture you want all our bed sets you want <laughs> you know, reasonable yeah like, exactly and and uh and, and and sometimes when that happens the the seller gets gets a little bit ticked off right it's and, and it's just being sensitive to to their you know what their goal is and, and making sure it works for everyone yeah. There's a lot of uh, that's an emotional roller coaster from both sides, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get to our next topic here: uh, <coughs> uh, curb appeal during the winter. Does it really matter as much? So it's 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 uh, gray outside. It's drab. There might be some snow uh, or whatnot. Does curb appeal really matter in the winter months? Because uh, in, in the summer, you know, the landscaping's great. So the butterflies are flying around. The birds are chirping. The sun might be shining. But in the winter, it's a very different story. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to 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 showcase a property, especially you know you you know the properties that have that hard and soft landscaping that they've spent thousands of mm-hmm. dollars on that you can't see, right? Yeah. And, and, or, and or can't appreciate as much, yeah, or can't appreciate right? exactly. And and so 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 that's difficult. But 
I mean, it goes both ways. When we're on here, we, we always say, hey, listen, if you're if you're going to think if you're thinking of selling in the winter, take your summer pictures. Right. If you have a pool, if you have that yard hmm. that that that's that's completely done up and, and that you spend a lot of time and money on. Most likely they have a couple iPhone pictures right. that, that are that are in there just because they're proud of what their yard looks sure. like. And, and maybe they're, you know, they're showing it or posting on Facebook. So yeah. so you'll see a couple of those, but they're just not the professional ones that you would hope of. Um, so sometimes we, we get those. But. But it is hard. I think, in my opinion, a lot of people have a good eye in terms of being able to look around that. Um, but sometimes when it's snow covered, it's it, it, it is difficult. It's hard but to do so. but I mean, the property still sells, right? Yeah. And, and and that's and that's something that that you can you can look past. There's a lot of people that would rather buy a property in the winter than in the summer. Really? And that's just because you, you have a better understanding of the heating of the property, which is more important right. than the, the cooling. Yeah. And you have a better understanding of foundational issues. Because if the if the property is surrounded by snow, I mean, you know, you, you have a better way of telling if there's water or or, or moisture coming mm-hmm, into the basement. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, uh, you know, we're in, we're in January. If someone is thinking, you know, 2019 is going to be the year that I'm going to sell my house, I want to do it as soon as possible. They shouldn't really think of you know the bad weather to to hinder their progress. No, absolutely not. It's it's still 100% possible. 100%. You know, it, it, there's a way to sell your property in the winter. And, yeah. And um. And, and and sometimes sometimes properties look better in the snow, right? If you if you're a nice property surrounded by nice big pine trees mm-hmm. and, and the country, you know, it sometimes it, it might look better, right? right? Yeah. So there's those situations, but I mean, in the in the snow, we we try to make sure that we we come on a clear day, um, and if you know, shovel the driveway, clear off all the uh, all the all the important things that mm-hmm. that where you can still see the property and. Right. And Throw that. some salt down yeah, if need be. Exactly. <laughs> you haven't had to do much of that this no. summer or this uh, winter. No. Uh, still to come, we'll talk about uh, what room in your home should you renovate if you want a higher sale price, and are there rooms and areas of your home that you should really not bother looking at? And we'll also dive into some common home selling myths. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin in studio with Philip Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Uh, call them anytime at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. Some great videos on that page as well. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate show podcast on apple podcast google podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com and if you have a question for the golfie team or a topic id would like us to tackle on a future program email questions at robgolfie.com that's questions at robgolfie.com still to come some common home selling myths but uh, what room in your home should you renovate if you want a higher sale price? And are there rooms and areas you should avoid? We'll get to the top renovations to complete before you sell your home. I was looking at this list, and this is from HDTV. Uh, and interesting, because I didn't think that 
a kitchen remodel would be number three on this top <laughs> four. I thought it would be either one or yeah. two. So maybe, let's start with number four, exterior improvements. And this is, you know, maybe repainting the front door, adding some shingles or painting those. Spruce up the outside. Yeah. So so this includes, you know, minor landscaping. Um, right, yeah. For example, if, if you got a couple patio stones that are uneven, that are, that you know, don't make a uh, an appealing walkway up to your front door, it's kind of fixing those mm-hmm. and, and, and evening them out. Um, and then just, you know, something as little as pulling weeds and, and just making it, making the property, you know, not, I mean, it's, it's very minor. We're not saying, you know, come plant in trees and put in right. a new, yeah. new stamped concrete patio with a, uh, you know, with a pergola and, and that sort of thing. It's, it's, it's the minor stuff such as, you know, changing your front door mm-hmm. and just making everything a little bit more appealing. Spruce it up. Yeah. Number three, again, the shocking that, uh, a minor kitchen remodel is at number three. Yeah. It's amazing what, a, what is, you know how much a kitchen could could update or date your property yeah right um you know the updated kitchen today right now as we speak is is the nice white kitchen with the with the white you know subway tile backsplash and you know maybe a, a um you know everything's white right mm-hmm. so um you're describing my kitchen to it yeah <laughs> so it's uh that's that's what 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 the updated kitchen is and, it, and it's very appealing to the eye right. um when you're going through pictures online and and that's you know these these are the items where people go to and say hey is this house updated they look at they look at that at the kitchen first yeah uh, how important or how vital is it uh, to go with uh, a neutral kind of uh, uh, feeling in, in a kitchen? Yeah, I mean everything's going to date itself, right? So right now we're 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 in the white kitchen, yeah. kind of. Ten years from now, it could be totally different. Exactly, right? ten years we can go back to the dark cabinets mm-hmm. with you know the dark, right? Um, but right now, if you look at a dark kitchen, you're like, oh, you know, that house is probably ten to fifteen, maybe twenty years old, right? Right. right? So we're kind of in that era, and, and and I mean, the white kitchen will 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 date itself eventually, and and you'll say, oh yeah, that's from the, you know, the um, you know that 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 kind of era, but. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's appealing to the eye, and, and that's that's what people want. That's, that's courtesy of HGTV because right that's all they do. <laughs> that's right. Uh, number two on our list of uh, top renovations to complete before you sell your home. This uh, almost goes back to item number four, but uh, upgrade your landscaping. So this is more or less, yeah, get, bringing in some trees, hiring yeah, a professional, and like and, and taking care of the grass. Like, yeah. You know, I, I as in terms of deal breaker, I've seen that happen. Where, really? Where, eh? Yeah. Where they'll say, well, you know, this place the grass is destroyed, right? I'm going to have to come in and, and put all new sod in. Right. And, and I've seen that break, you know, wow. be a deal breaker. So, I mean, you know, sometimes yard is important to a lot of people and, and, and other people might not see that, but but it's amazing how, how much you can do if you have a nice kind of well-groomed property on the mm. exterior. It brings a lot of curb appeal and a lot of attractiveness no to your listing. Uh, and number one on the uh, top renovations to complete before you sell your house, a minor bathroom remodel. Yeah, so this is one of the more expensive items. Um, and, and the minor bathroom remodel, it, it includes, you know, just replacing the tub, maybe surrounding um, the tiles around it, uh, toilet sink, and, and, and you know, you can you can go crazy and spend thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. on a bathroom, and you can you can spend very few dollars, and it can still look good. You want to be very cost efficient um, when it comes to the bathroom, and, and mm. making sure that you're picking items that that you're gonna you know, especially if you're selling, you don't want to you know you know if you're not doing it for yourself. You just want to update it, so there's you, you got to find that common medium and making sure that you're you're upgrading the bathroom that still f- suits your style of property. For example, if it's a luxury one, then yeah, people are going to expect the the more of the luxury right. items. Yeah, but if you're if you're just a you know a small kind of mid sized you know detached or, or or townhouse, you got to do what suits the property. Mm-hmm. Don't get too lavish and and and, uh, and and that sort of thing. One one thing that's not on the on, on this list 
and it, it's not a renovation, but paint. Paint is is you know the end all be all. If 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 your house doesn't have those updated paint tones and colors, paint it, and it's very very minor fix that mm-hmm. you can do. It's very cost efficient that you'll see a huge return in terms of attractiveness to your property. What are some of the tones that people should be? We're thinking still about? in the gray area. <clears throat> still the grays, in the grays. The grays and the blues, right? The soft blues, the the light grays. Um, for sure, they go really well. They make the the you know the white trim pop. Um, they make the room a lot brighter. Mm. Um, a lot. That's what a lot of people are looking for is bright. You know, they want they want a bright space. It, it, it's you know, there's been tons and tons of studies in terms of your mental health, in terms of um, a place to live, and and it's it's very very attractive to. Uh, in, in terms of aesthetics to a room. So stay away from the dark colors yeah, as well stay as the away wild from the colors. Dark, stay away from your, your sport team colors. You, know? <laughs> you, you don't want the whole house, Montreal Canadiens red or Toronto Maple Leafs blue. So. <laughs> you might be seeing red when, uh, when the time comes. Uh, still to come, we'll talk about some home-selling myths. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Let's go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin in studio today with Philip Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website, Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. If you have a question for the Golfie team, email questions at RobGolfie.com. That email address again is questions at RobGolfie.com. And uh, check them out on social media at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram and like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. Um, some common home selling myths. I'm sure there's a lot of myths out there, but here's four to really be wary of because we know there's plenty of information out there. Uh, there's some old wives tales in some instances. So here's four of the most common home selling myths. Number one, online home valuations are Always accurate. That's a myth because they're not always <laughs> they're accurate. They're not always accurate. Uh, a, a good starting point. It's a good tool to have. Yeah, it's a I'll good t- base. I'll touch on that. So we, the, this is something that we do. Um, it's very easy to do when it's a townhouse or a detached house in a, in a neighborhood where all the houses look the same. Mm-hmm. You can get it to within a range of twenty five, fifty thousand dollars But if you're in a, a unique area, a rural property, or, or a custom-built home, right. do, not, do not depend on an on a online home evaluation. Number two, overpricing your home leads to better offers. We've talked about this at nauseum on the show. If you overprice your home, you're going to be uh, chasing the market, and that's not a good position to be. Uh, number three, the real estate agent with the lowest commission rate is the best option. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. Need I say more? Yeah. Uh, another um, myth. And uh, lastly, it's a good idea to totally renovate your kitchens and bathrooms before selling. And again, I mean, we just went through a list of some minor remodeling, painting, mm-hmm. maybe changing the cabinets. You don't have to go overboard in terms of uh, getting the, the biggest bang for your buck. So some home selling myths to be wary of, uh, not only at this time of the year, but uh, every time of the year. All right. Our feature property of uh, the day is um, a place in Font Hill. We haven't really talked about Font Hill. Yeah, Font Hill. Hills a, a nice little little town, yeah. little, little little cove, kind of nestled in uh, in the Niagara region. It, it's what Fawn Hill brings is value, right? So we we were listing, we just listed this property, forty four Timber Creek Crescent, um, in Fawn Hill. 
It's it's a gorgeous house. It's 2,700 square feet with a fully finished basement. It's a custom built home. <laughs> it has all the features and designs that 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 you would love. Um, in terms of value, this house in in, in Hamilton would be upwards of 1.3, 1.4 million. Wow. Um, it's it's on a on a massive lot. We're 70 by 155 foot lot. Um, fully finished basement with a walkout um, to the backyard. So it's it's completely loaded. Um, it has you know two really nice columns that kind of welcome you up to the front door. Double mm-hmm. car garage. As you get in the property, it's a it's a huge you know kind of grand foyer um, with a showcase staircase and, and a cathedral ceiling, a formal dining room. So it's it has it has plenty and plenty of upside. Three bedrooms um, has a, a gorgeous lavish kind of master retreat. It's it's a, it's a really nice property. We just listed it on Thursday at eight ninety nine nine hundred. Wow. Um, and it's it's nestled in a in a neighborhood that's kind of surrounded by um you know a, 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 a number of luxury properties that are really well designed and and really well built you know all nicely landscaped it's a, it's a it's one of those neighborhoods that you kind of catches your eye that you you know on a Sunday stroll that you you drive through and and uh, you're just in awe in some of the properties. Wow. Uh, you mentioned three bedrooms has four bathrooms and the home isn't really that old six to fifteen years yeah that range, yeah so. it was built in um yeah I think it was built in two thousand and seven. So it's 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 relatively new. Wow. Um, the shingles were just done last year, so it's it's uh it's a good it's a good buy. I I, I mean I think it's gonna go go quickly. Um, it's uh it's a, it, we we did a really nice uh video tour on it. Mm-hmm. A really nice drone. Um, kind of features some of the amenities in the area as well as highlights the home and and uh, everything that that comes with it. It's uh it backs onto a a park and it's surrounded by kind of a um, a forest forest area, so nice. it's it's it's, a, it's something that you know we're excited about. Something that the uh, the homeowners are excited about. It's it's you know price price bang on, um, and uh, it, it, hopefully it's a it's a quick sale. It, it sounds like it. If there's a, an interested buyer, I mean, this is uh, it's got all the makings yeah. of uh, a so, wonderful place. Yeah. So hop on our website. You can easily find it on our website. The address again is 44 Timber Creek Crescent. If you're just searching on on Realtor.ca, you can you can go ahead and and um, and find it there. So, you know, it's a lot of people that are, you know, that, that, that want that size, that want that property, mm-hmm. but, but are looking for an affordable price. And, and this is something that you have under $900,000 and you, you, you know, it's, yeah. In a pretty secluded area. Yeah. It sounds like with a park and the whole it's bit. It's gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. Um, so who would be interested in a place like this? Is it people from Hamilton or, or is it a bit of a stretch for the GTA person to look at? Yeah, it, it is a bit of a stretch. I mean, you know, Niagara has the all day go. Yep. Right, or, or or they got their photo. You know, they're developing a kind of a go a go um a go route to to Toronto. So mm-hmm. so somebody that that wanted to take advantage of that, but it it is it is a distance away from the GTA. That's that's why you know that's that's what happens is, is as you get more towards Niagara, it becomes more affordable. But you know, maybe a growing family, um, um, somebody that 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 wants more space that enjoys entertaining. Yeah. Um, and then we're also kind of thinking, you know. You know, a health professional or a uh, or a, a somebody that that you know is a professional within the education sector mm. in Niagara. But and somebody who has a dog with that big of a yard. Yeah, it's a massive <laughs> yard. Tons of room for a pool if you if you want to put oh, a wow. pool in. Tons and tons of room. So nice. it's, a, it's a good property. Sounds like a great place uh, to check out. Against uh, again, forty four Timber Creek Crescent in Fontail. Sounds like a pretty nice uh, place to live. Phil, thanks for your time today, and uh, we'll be back next Saturday at nine here with the Hamilton Real Estate Show on nine hundred CHML.